they engage. The fans are out of their seats. Wilson gets the right free. Comes underneath. And over the top. And knocked his helmet off, so now he's at a disadvantage. Smith's helmet's on his right arm. Wilson reigning rights. Connecting on the last one. Head to head. Still going. Locker, is it me or did Smith recently have a skull fracture? Yes, he did. He did. He got hit with a slap shot. This can't be very advisable as he takes a beating from Tom Wilson. Oh, man, Tom Wilson whooping some kid's ass. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast news narratives takes some gambling, maybe some fantasy occasionally as well. <laughs> I have an oat in my throat for my fucking brownie. Oh, my God. Get out of my throat, brownie. Ugh, Tom Wilson, I hated him as much as I hated Triple H back in WWF before his WWE. Coming up today, mostly NFL stuff. We'll get into some NBA stuff as well. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. Appreciate five-star reviews on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps people find it and whatnot. It makes me feel like I'm not speaking into the void. It makes me. It shows me that you love me, and I appreciate that a lot. Uh, I don't know if I would call this a top story, but it's a story we're going to start with today. Kevin Burkhart has uh, been named the successor to Joe Buck. Fox decides to replace Joe Buck from within, and I am completely on board Kevin Burkhart was the B crew for Fox. Of course, his uh, color analyst was Greg Olson. I am in the camp that Greg Olson should continue to be the color analyst, especially since Joe Buck also left Fox for ESPN to stay with, or excuse me, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman left Fox. They both left Fox. They're going to ESPN. They're match made in heaven. They should stick together. Now, Kevin Burkhart is going to be the guy that replaces Joe Buck, and they should, they should stick with Greg Olson. Greg Olson's fine. He's a little dorky sometimes, but he's good. He's very, very good at it. It's not the same thing. As Jason Witten, who was an unmitigated disaster. So congratulations to Kevin Burkhart. Uh, Well-deserved. I think he's great. And I, I like these organizations promoting from within instead of just hiring other famous people. I hate when people do that. Uh, speaking of some NFL media news, the NFL is considering launching something called NFL Plus. God damn it. Which is some sort of streaming service that does something I don't under, understand. Which is just annoying. If the NFL's media arm is going to release NFL content for things like, this is, quote, uh, games, radio, podcasts, and team content. NFL Sunday Ticket, the package that makes us all want to kill ourselves, that expires at the end of 2022, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Now, they need someone to buy the rights. Amazon and Apple have been flirting, and they're going to pay an, an amount of money that's going to make you say, like, what am I doing with my life? Um, because nobody watches live sports anymore except for the Oscars when there's a fight. Regardless, the idea is that NFL Plus would be some sort of way to get unfiltered access, but I can tell you as someone who has worked at NFL Films and has heard the stuff that doesn't make it to the air, you will never hear that. Never. Never, ever, never. They will never, ever, ever, ever let that out of the building, ever. If I talk about it on this podcast on the internet, they will sue me until I die. No chance. That it's never coming out, ever. So I don't know what they're going to present and why people would subscribe $9.99 a month, but I pay like 80 bucks a month to watch the games on Sunday Ticket, most of which I don't care about. Just for my team. So we'll see what happens. They also have been shopping a portion of the NFL network to somebody who wants to invest in it. So essentially, they're just looking for to raise capital and give somebody some access. I don't know who's got a platform that would want it. Paramount Plus is awful. I hate Paramount Plus. Peacock, perhaps. NBC's 
relationships with sports has been weird, although Comcast and NFL Network, are, I think that they have a good relationship. I know the NFL Network is in Philly. Comcast in Philly would seem to make a ton of sense if it were Comcast. Um, probably the same could be said for New York. I don't know. I don't know. The NFL Network uh, lost the Amazon race, right? So Amazon got Thursday Night Football. Now the NFL Network will have... Uh, oh, wow, that's crazy. The NFL Network will be broadcasting just five games in 2021 out of the 272 games that will be played. Let's see. NFL Plus incorporates the mobile rights previously sold to Verizon or Yahoo to make available for consumers for free. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, this Plus stuff, I don't, I don't know what I care about. And I think people are in for a really rude awakening. These streaming services are in for a rude awakening when people start cutting the cord on them. Um, Netflix is reportedly considering charging people who share their password and that's how much data they have on us. Anyway, the NFL's thinking about this. I don't know. We'll pay attention to it. They usually just do that to, as a way to negotiate. Speaking of negotiation, the Detroit Lions are going to be on Hard Knocks. This isn't some of Dan Campbell's greatest content. I worked at a chicken shack when I was 16 years old. Anyway, so I worked at a chicken shop. Chicken shack. Chicken shack. I'm in this twilight zone. I don't know what this is, really. Chicken shack. Chicken shack. I learned how to clean chicken. There's no turds here. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. One of the few in this league that could wield the hammer of Thor. I'll get two venti. I go to, you know, Starbucks. I get two venti, black eye, and both. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. That's what I come in with. That's how I start the day. So. Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions are going to be on Hard Knocks. What's up, Rachel Bonetta? There she is. She's on your screen. Take her off. Goodbye, Rachel. Okay, so the way that Hard Knocks works is if you have a first-year head coach, you're not eligible. Owners are like, no. If you made the playoffs last year, you can tell the NFL to F off. So if you don't have a first-year head coach and you haven't made the playoffs for two years, the NFL can force you. There were three teams that were forcible this year. I'm trying to think about this. I don't know. Vikings? Vikings. Lions. Uh, Broncos just fired. No, Vikings got a new head coach. I don't know. This is tough. Chargers? Chargers. I don't know. Anyway, the Lions are going to do it. And everybody's super excited because Hard Knocks has been incredibly dry and boring, but everybody loves Dan Campbell's content. They want to see more Dan Campbell. The Lions also have one of the top 20 electrifying personalities in pro football. That's Jamal Williams. Y'all will see him. He's really great. He had that viral clip about how the Packers basically dumped him and the Lions are his rebound. Um, It's going to be great. The Lions probably raised their hand to do Hard Knocks because they're who the NFL wanted in negotiations that would afford the Detroit Lions and the city of Detroit what? The NFL Draft. The NFL draft in 2024 will be headed to the city of Detroit, Michigan. I believe the draft is going to go, let me see if I get this right, Vegas this year, Cleveland next year, Detroit after that. Apparently it had been down to Detroit versus Green Bay, which is BS. Green Bay was probably bidding, but they were never going to get it. It's like not a city that people can go to. The NFL wants to make this just an outdoor drunken mess, and it's it's great. Nashville did it. It was great. The best one most people will tell you was in Philly which was awesome, very walkable city in Philly. They're going to do Vegas this year. Vegas is supposed to be the pandemic this year. They've done it at L.A. They're just going to move this around. The NFL is just going to make money. Now, Detroit gets hard knocks, 
And because they raised their hand for Hard Knocks, they are going to get the NFL draft. What a big day for the city of Detroit. Whew. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions. Um, that owner, Sheila Hamp. Not bad. Let's move over to the NFL or the NFL, the NHL and the NBA, the association. Uh, scores from last night, the Knicks beat the Bulls. The Bulls, remember we were talking about bets on who would win the NBA conferences and the Bulls were like four games up in first place, but they they were like the fifth betting favorite on FanDuel to win the conference. Yeah, it turns out they really weren't very good. They just hadn't played anybody good. They've just been on a free fall. Celtics center, I forget his name, he got hurt. And so the Celtics, despite being the best team in the NBA in the last like four weeks or so, they lose to the Raptors last night. And now we have don't have a, an update on the meniscus situation for that guy, but it doesn't look great. The Grizzlies dominate the Warriors last night. John Morant seems like the second coming of a really great player. Um, it's going to be a big deal for him. Spurs lose to the Rockets in a game that is completely irrelevant. I did want to bring your attention to something from Bleacher Report titled... Biggest regrets from the 2022 NBA trade deadline by Greg Schwartz. There it is. And that's a picture of Benjamin Simmons. So let's go down. I want to read the biggest the biggest regrets. Brooklyn Nets not getting a third team for Jan, James Harden, Ben Simmons trade. The Nets were essentially forced to trade James Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers before the deadline, granting the superstar shooting guard his wish before potentially hitting free agency this this offseason. Getting Ben Simmons as the headline in return for a team that needs to maximize the remaining years of Kevin Durant's prime, however, looks like a mistake. I think they paid too much. Yeah, I don't think they paid enough, dude. Looks like a mistake. Hilarious. NHL news. Uh, it's kind of a tragic, sad, well, it's not a tragic situation, but a sad situation. Indeed, Ottawa Senators owner Eugene Melnick died at the age of 62. Uh, as according to the team in an announcement, quote, it is with great sadness that the family of Eugene Melnick and the Ottawa Senators hockey organization announced his passing on March 28, 2022, after an illness he faced with determination and courage. Shouts to ownership, of course. Everybody loves owners, but um, RIP to the Melnick family. I don't understand how it works in Canada. I know that Canada have more more taxes and things than the U.S., but when, when a primary owner of a sports team dies in the United States, it's usually a mess because you can't just inherit a team without paying an enormous amount in taxes, and often the family is not cash-rich enough to afford the taxes on the team, so they're forced to sell the team, which I think is bullshit, but... Um, that is what it is. You have to sell the business that has been your family's legacy forever, which sucks, but such is life. Such is life for the Melanick family. NHL scores from last night. Uh, anything interesting? The Hurricanes, wow. Okay, so the Tom Wilson fight, we opened with that. He beat up some kid named Smith because Tom Wilson, the biggest demon in pro sports right now, he had a really clean, violent hit on someone. And so... Uh, Someone wanted to fight him, which is what he wanted to get his team jump-started. The Hurricanes dummied the Capitals, though. Six to one. Six one. Not even a rivalry. We take a look at the NHL standings. The Hurricanes are still super elite. Man, they're good. Hurricanes are in the first are in first place in their division. They have a lead on the Penguin. Uh, the Penguins of five points. It's uh, two and a half wins for those of you paying attention at home. All the Florida teams still good. Panthers, Hurricanes, Lightning, Southern teams doing really well. Let's take a look at the uh, Western Conference. My God, Colorado still unbelievably good. 
And the Pacific Division, which is just Canada and California. Is this strictly Canada and California? Oh, yeah, Vegas and Seattle are out there, too. Um, that division is not nearly as good. The Flames are in. Flames are on top over there. Shouts to the Calgary Flames for not making it a disaster. Last night had one of the best college basketball games of the season. It was a women's game between NC State and UConn. Gino Oriema to the Final Four for 22 times. They beat NC State and allegedly there was an an egregious, disgusting, broken arm, which I'm sure I will secretly Google later to get my fix of a nasty injury. The game, NC State was a one seed and they had to play on the road, which is not supposed to be how the women's tournament works. I didn't really understand the details of what happened there, but I don't love that that's how that went down. Gino Ariema is a legend, but the lack of parity in women's college basketball is one of the reasons I don't really care about it. Um, It's starting to get more diverse. Mississippi State was good. South Carolina's good. NC State was good. But for a long time, it was basically just UConn and like one or two challengers. But I think, um, you know, the amount of boredom in the women's Final Four and the amount of boredom in the men's Final Four is just going to make it, like I said, boring. I'm sure I'm going to pull for Villanova on the men's side just because I spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. And, then, you know, they're from Philly, I suppose. And that's fun. But for the women's side, it's kind of the same thing. We're going to get into that and preview it as the week rolls along. We're kind of in this weird dead zone awaiting the NFL draft. Masters weekend is coming up. We're going to discuss betting favorites and what to watch for and just to pay attention to the fake bird sounds and the paint on the grass, which is a real thing that the Masters does. April is the best month of sports in the the calendar, so we're going to be really excited for all of that. NFL draft betting is going to start to ramp up as we get closer to that as well. Lots of mock drafts, lots of criticism from me. It's going to be fun. We'll be back in Better Than Ever tomorrow morning.